Okay. Um, all right. I think we're starting. Damn. Okay. I am scared shitless. I have no idea what I'm doing. I was going to ask, how are you guys doing? But then I realized, well, I'm here all by myself alone. I mean, I guess you could always ask yourself, how are you doing? Um, so let, let me do that. How am I doing? Um, at the moment, I am feeling a lot better. I've had some up and downs and we'll talk more about this later. But I want to start with where we are. Where am I? So let's set the scene. I am currently living in Stockholm in Sweden. Um, I'm in a I guess from now on we're gonna call it a cabin. It's like a small house. Um, so I'm living on someone's backyard. <laughs> my landlords are amazing. Um, I have my cup of coffee. I've got a scented candle. So I just lit this this olive and sage one. It smells fucking amazing. It's currently raining. The fall season is here. And I'm sitting in front of my laptop underneath my bunk bed. Yes, you heard me right. I'm sleeping in a fucking bunk bed. I feel like that explains a lot about the situation I'm in right now. Um, yes, and I have my microphone on top of a container with protein powders, so production value is amazing. <laughs> you know? Uh, we're gonna have a lot of fun making fun of my life, trust me. Uh, but yeah, let's make a podcast. I am scared shitless because it's not scripted, it's in English, which is not my first language. Even though I'm still fluent, it scares me because I still don't fully have control over this. And I guess that's also why I love it so much. It's one of the reasons why I love acting so much, because you have to teach yourself to let go. And it's probably my biggest struggle to just, you know, let go and be free. Even though I'm always scared and I tell myself, I can't do this. Um, the moment I walk into a scene without knowing what I'm doing or where I just leave everything that I've prepped and trust the moment, bruh, that feeling is amazing. And it's also when I do my best work, I'd say. So yeah, if you're also struggling with this, then teach yourself or work with yourself on how to trust yourself, trust the moment and just fucking let go. A teacher at UCLA once told me, you need a little bit of fuck it. Just, you know, fuck it. And at first I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> Coming from Sweden, you know, I was like, what the hell? Um, but then I was like, oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Just, you know, just fuck it. Whatever. Let's see what happens. And that has helped me in so many situations where I just... Focus on what is coming to me. What am I receiving? Listening to the moment. And that has nothing to do... Well, it has a lot of things to do with acting, but also in, in, in general, in life. Be open to receiving and you'll, you'll see a change. And it's going to be for the better, trust me. Just enjoy being in the moment, bro. Oh my god, I feel like we already lost track of what this episode or, or first introduction was supposed to be about. Um... This is what I mean. I'm so scared because I don't have control over myself or, you know, what comes out of my mouth or what is going on inside my brain. Um, okay, bear with me. <laughs> We're doing this. I'm sure we'll have a lot of fun with this. Um, I should probably look at my, my notes. Yes. Okay, so I, I did say it's not scripted, but it, I do have notes. Mm, bullet points, you know. So, you know, just to, like, keep me on track. Uh, I should probably, like, keep a timer, too, because I know I can talk forever. 
All right, so how about an introduction? To the people who know me, my friends, to the people who think they might know me, um, my name is Felix Martinson. I am from Sweden, but I do think I was born in the wrong country. Um, I feel like I resonate more with the American lifestyle and the American people in general. I mean, I don't agree with what's going on with Trump and all that bullshit right now, but I feel more united in the United States. And I also love this language. So there we go. Can I now get my green card, please? And a wife. All right, I need to find that wife. <laughs> oh my God. I told you we're gonna make fun of this, make fun of my life. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm from Sweden. And I do actually appreciate a lot of the things here. Uh, what else? Uh, well, I'm 26 years old, almost 27. I'm an actor, I'm a casting director, and I'm trying to find a way back to myself. So I'm using this podcast to stay creative and um, share stories. And because of fucking Corona and the pandemic, things changed in a lot of people's lives. So I feel like it's a great opportunity to discuss that and use this as a platform um, to share those stories. And maybe we can all feel like we're less alone. You know, I want to start by saying I'm super grateful to my teacher in high school who pushed me really hard to really uh, sticking to American English. Because when I was younger, I didn't I didn't understand the difference between British and American English. But and I, I, I know a lot of Swedish people, they don't know this, they're mixing. And I used to do that too. Um, but my teacher, she was super kind. She gave me exercises so that I could work on my American English. Uh, she even gave me a book and I started listening to American music and then British music and I could hear the different tones. And then I watched a lot of movies and, and YouTube and I was comparing the different accents and, and sounds and that's how I picked up, I guess. So yeah, this is my accent. This is a standard American accent. I've been working really hard on it. and. It does come out every now and then. My accent do come out. Um, even though I must say I've been fooling a lot of people, um, especially in the States. Um, when I went to auditions, they would never suspect that I was from a different country. Um, I always saved it until like, because I wanted to see if they could figure it out and, 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 and say, oh, wait, wait, hold on a sec. You're not from here, right? But they never did. They had no clue. So I always use that. You know, in case they lost interest, I would be like, oh, by the way, I'm from Sweden. And they'd always be like, wait, you're from Sweden? I'm like, yes, I am. I'm from Sweden, bitch. And then I'd flip my hair and walk out. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but it was always helpful. And I'm, I'm super proud and thankful that I've managed to, you know, improve my accent in that degree where no one can differentiate if I'm from there, you know, so it's really good. So yeah, I love English. But the reason why I'm using it for this podcast is because it's a universal language. And most of my friends are from other parts of the world. So in order for me to communicate with everyone, I figured this is the best way. Um, and now we're leading into the next point. You're not only going to hear my voice, um, I will invite people over and and have them discuss some topics with me and some some questions uh, so something i really want to highlight is the pandemic 
this fucking pandemic, the coronavirus. Fuck off. I really want us to discuss this and how it changed our lives, because it changed so many people's lives around the world, including myself. And we're going to talk more about this later on. Uh, but that's something I want to discuss, and I will have people talk about this with me. So I'm for sure going to invite Josh. Josh is my brother. I feel like I've known him my entire life. He's a really fun dude. Um, I met him at Horror Nights, so Halloween Horror Nights. And we're going to talk about that in the first episode. You do not want to miss out. There's some really crazy things going on behind the doors, behind the curtains. But it's a lot of fun. Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights is the best job I've ever had, I think. Even though it's exhausting, I would go back doing that over and over again. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. He's going to talk about health and fitness. Um, and also, why I'm inviting him to start out in the first episode is because he was in China when the pandemic happened. So what's better, you know? Uh, so yeah, I think that's going to be fun. And then we'll also invite Lynn Anderson over, my ex-roommate um, who I lived with in Los Angeles. And I've known her my entire life. We used to go to school together. So she's basically like a sister. And we're going to talk more about the pandemic and what it was like living in Los Angeles, our luck, and maybe some of, um, uh, some of what it was like at UCLA. Um, so yeah, as international students. And then I want to invite more people. I just haven't figured out who yet. Maybe some family, some other friends. Actually, yes, I know another one. I want Gabby, Gabriella, to come on this podcast with me. Um, she's hilarious. Uh, she and I worked on a lot of projects doing casting together. And <laughs> oh, just thinking about her makes me laugh. So um, I'm for sure going to ask her if she wants to come on. She might have some interesting thoughts and ideas. Uh, yes. I want to invite either Judy or David. And for you who don't know, they are casting directors who I worked with at DK Casting in Los Angeles. And I love them to death. They're so good. So interesting. They have so much knowledge. And I'm sure that would be a very interesting episode if they came on. Um, I also want to invite Miles. Miles and I shot Aaron together. It's his film. He's a mastermind. He's so good. I want to work with him for the rest of my life. But yeah, I'm excited. I am ready, but still scared shitless because again, I have no idea what's going to happen. I don't even know if I'm, you know, doing the right thing. I feel like I'm I'm shifting my head back and forth. So maybe the sound will be off, um, but I'm going to do my best. And I think we'll, we'll still have a, a, a good amount of fun. We will talk about, of course, acting, casting, um, because that's what I work with. Mm. Well, I used to work with before the pandemic. Um, <laughs> oh, it's fucking pandemic, bro. I had to take a uh, normal job, which is fine. Um, we're doing something good for the environment. We're selling refurbished um, technology, so it's pretty cool. It's a great company. I got some great colleagues. Um, I get to work from home, so it's it's amazing. I, I also want to talk about movies and, and video games. I used to love video games, and I have my entire life. It's just I've never had time, and I've not allowed myself to play video games because I've always been, like, you know, fighting for, for getting a good job and following my dreams, so I thought that that was a, a waste of time. But I'm now realizing that you need to let yourself 
um, have a little fun every now and then. And there are so many good games out there. Ugh, the graphics, the storytelling. It's on my list of things I want to do before I die. I need to do one movie with um, Christopher Nolan and, and also uh, Jennifer Lawrence. And then I want to be in a video game. Like, for real. Like, I want to portray a character in a game, doing the voiceover, doing fucking everything. That's my goal. That's my mission. We're going. We're getting there. We're always, we're always talking about all the negatives. So I'm going to remind you of the, the exciting things coming up. And that includes some exciting films. I'm a huge fan of horror. I, I, I can't even express how excited I am for A Quiet Place too. The first A Quiet Place was really good. If you haven't seen it, go see it. And then we have Antlers, uh, The Conjuring. Oh my God. Love that film. Um, so it's called The the Conjuring, The Devil Made... No, 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 no. Oh yeah, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. And then we have another paranormal activity. Uh, I'm not sure, but I'm, I'm, I'm still kind of curious and excited to see if they're going to pull this off. So I'm going to put this on my list of ex- excited movies excited exciting movies coming up um and then i'm a huge fan of jurassic park not the biggest fan of jurassic world but i still think that's it's exciting um i do prefer that the old ones though but yeah oh oh okay listen up here october next year is gonna be sick first of all the batman (gasps) the batman is coming that was really bad uh (laughs) then we have halloween halloween kills i am so fucking excited for this one because i love halloween and then uncharted uncharted i am so excited for that one too um then of course we have top gun spider-man all-time favorite and then can we can, can we get jennifer lawrence back in the game i need her back in the industry i love her so much like i told you i want to be in a movie with her and uh, she doesn't know this yet, but we're <laughs> we're gonna be a couple soon. Trust me on this one. Um, yeah, huge fan. Love her acting. I have ever since Winter Bones. Is it Winter Bone or Winter Bones? When that film came out and she got nominated for an Oscar, um, oh, I just I, she had me. But yeah, those are some exciting movies that we're uh, we're looking forward to in 2021. There's some cool films coming out in 2022, but I didn't write them down. So we'll talk more about those later, I guess. Uh, In terms of games, uh, first of all, PS5 is coming out in November. I am getting it. I am getting it on the day. Um, Because I need a better console. I have a Switch right now. (laughs) If Josh hears this, it's going to go nuts because he told me to get a PS4. But I was like, "Mm, I'm going to wait until PS5 comes out. Um, But Switch, it's okay. It's still portable. It's easier to bring with you, which was my entire plan. I was like, oh, if I get a Switch, then I can bring it along with me back to Los Angeles. That never happened because Corona. Um, But yeah, I'm excited for Hogwarts Legacy. Spider-Man. I mean, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm so excited for that one. And also GTA. Are they making a new GTA or is it just like an updated better version of GTA 5. Um, we'll see. And then Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Bruh, look at the trailer for that one. It looks epic. That is one of the games I would die to be in. How long have I been going on for? Let me just check real quick. I'm gonna keep on talking. I have no idea. How do I see this? Mm. 
Where do I see the time? <laughs> oh, this is going great, people. Um, I think we, we've been going on for a while, so I'm going to try and, and round it up. Since it's only like the introduction anyways, um, I will be talking more about stories, uh, some crazy stories that happened in, in Hollywood. I mean, from Hollywood, you know, acting and, and you know, casting and all that. But also um, some personal shit that I've been going through. And I think a lot of people could use it. Um, so I, I've been struggling with mental health and depression. And that happened after I moved back here. Um, <laughs> surprise. Um, <laughs> it didn't surprise me. I've been afraid of this since I knew I had to apply for a new visa. I was like, what if I can't get it? And then fucking Corona happened. I mean, <laughs> what are the odds? I, I don't get it. But then I also um, tried to make myself understand that maybe this, maybe there's a reason, you know, maybe the universe is telling me that, oh no, bitch, you got to stay here until things are sorted out, especially with Trump and all that stuff. So yeah, I am trying to accept um, what I have right now and then work with it, even though it's not entirely what I want to do with my life. Um, like I said, the industry in Sweden, it's really competitive and it's really hard. Um, it's not the same as in Los Angeles. You get paid way, way less, like way, way less in Sweden. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love to start a career out here. I would love to do some some commercial work here and maybe a, a film in Swedish. I would love that. I just need to find a way in. And, and the only way in in Sweden is through the back door. And you got to find that fucking back door and it takes forever. And I built up this entire network in Los Angeles. I'm still getting jobs. I'm still getting offers in Los Angeles, but I can't take them. I can't take the jobs because I'm stuck here. And it's so frustrating. And the industry is just, it's, it's so different. So I, I do miss Hollywood, even though it is toxic. I miss California and all that. Um, but yeah, because of my mental breakdown, I'm going to call it that because it was, it was bad at times. I went to get help. Um, I started therapy. So I've been doing that and I've learned so much about myself. And I, I also realized that what I was missing was someone who really listened to me and, you know, someone, I just wanted to know that I wasn't alone. And this is not really something you can ask of your friends. My friends were still there for me. They were still listening. And I can't thank Josh enough because he pushed me. He, he really tried to, you know, really help me. Um, but you need to see someone for, for these problems. Um, what you can do as a friend is to guide them towards that help. And I feel like that's what I want to highlight. Definitely be there, listen to them. Don't tell them what not to do and not to think because that just makes it worse. I would say, listen to them and tell them, oh yeah, you are allowed to feel this way right now. You're allowed to think this way right now. Just know it's going to be better. Um, I would suggest that maybe you seek help. Maybe you, you start talking to someone who's professionally um, educated in this field and can help you. Ooh, that went deep. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, this is some of the things I will talk more about. So that's why I'm asking you guys to be open-minded. And I feel like if I can help other people who are in, who are in the same position that I was in um, by sharing my story and sharing what happened to me, then if that's a help, then yes, I will do it. 
and I promised myself that I would because mental health is a huge thing and it's a thing that we need to discuss more. I know there are a lot of people who are, you know, bringing awareness to this, but if I can help, I do have a voice. So let me use that voice, even though I don't have a big following. If one person hears this and they get help, then yes, I'm, I'm all for it. So yeah, that's one thing I really want to focus on and talk more about and will talk more about. But there's this one story that I need to talk about. I'm, I'm not excited to talk about it, but I know I need to talk more about it. Um, the fact that I had a, a crazy stalker and my close friends, they know this. This person screwed with my brain. She fucking scarred me, bro. Like, I can't even tell you. Um, and I don't want to go into details right now because it's only the introduction. I don't want to scare you guys away. But I do want to talk about this. And it's going to be crazy. The fact that I had to save videos and photographs of her walking outside my window and showing up at places where she's not supposed to be for evidence. I even had to save her fucking letter. She sent me fucking CDs of her lullabies and letters and text messages and oh my I can't even tell you what a fucked up world she lived in I I can't help it but feel sorry for her and that's what's fucking me up even more because I do want to hate her for putting me through all this stress that she did but at the same time I'm like this person is obviously dealing with some mental shit that she needs to take care of and she needs help uh we'll for sure talk more about that and I think it would be interesting for, for people to hear because um, it's fucking crazy. And maybe you can learn something. Um, maybe to see the red flags, you know. Um, yes. And I mean, again, the pandemic, it changed my life. And I'm not sure if I should. I guess I should. Let's, 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 let me just tell you what happened in my life real quick, like a short version. So I, I moved out to Los Angeles to study acting. And then I proceeded to, um, to working. I, I, I was working as an actor um, and doing casting on the side. And it was not super glamorous, but I was, I was working on my brand. I was finally, you know, um, getting noticed for some of the things I did. And um, I got more and more jobs, which was my plan from the beginning when I moved out there. <sighs> I tried out here. Sweden is so difficult, bro. It's so fucking hard out here. I don't understand how people are staying in this country doing acting. It's crazy. Um, I mean, I, I, there are barely any breakdowns. Uh, there are no jobs. So yeah, I miss California. I miss Hollywood, even though it's a toxic environment. I love it there. So yes, that was before the pandemic. Then in December, I had to move back to Sweden because my visa expired. Um, yeah. So during that time, I, I applied. Um, no, I was going to apply for an O1. Um, I, I found a really good lawyer that was helping me and I paid my first, paid my first due, paid the fee, $2,000. Might not sound a lot to some people, but it was a lot for me. That was only like the, the, the very first fee you had to pay. Uh, I'm just going to tell you this. It's really expensive. You have to pay between 6000 to 7000 almost 9000 I think. Some, some of them are, are $9,000 um to get the O1 and that could be 1 year to 3 years i had just put together a case i i did that for 3 months working really hard putting together 
everything I could. Building this case took me forever. And um, I had a case with 700 pages. And then Corona happened. And I lost all the upcoming jobs that I had planned. Um, and I couldn't submit uh, my application. First of all, because my lawyers are in New York and they were hit really hard when Corona happened, so they couldn't do shit. And then also because all the projects that I had um, got pushed and then canceled. And then I was left with nothing but my case. So in order for you to get an O1, you need to prove to the government that you have three years of upcoming work as an actor, well-paid, everything, you know. And I lost all that because of fucking Corona. So now I was stuck in Sweden. And yeah, January was when I moved out to Stockholm. Um, I actually got an agent pretty pretty soon when I moved out here. So that's good. I love them. They're amazing. Um, but yeah, I've been stuck here ever since. And I mean, boy, who knew we would live to see a fucking pandemic? I mean, I, I mean and probably some people, some people... <laughs> I mean, the Simpsons, they, they fucking knew it. How the, can we talk about that? How did they know that that was going to happen? How did they know all these things? Like, I, I recently got uh, Disney Plus, and they have a collection called The Simpsons Predicts. Like, bruh, what the fuck? How? CIS, CSI, FBI, what the fuck? Are you looking into this? Like, hello? <laughs> How are they predicting all these things, these events that are happening in our world? If they know, and our world is like, if they're, they're following, if our world is following The Simpsons, whatever the creators of The Simpsons put together, then I need an episode about my life, myself, winning on the lottery. Simple. Can I just get an episode of me winning on the lottery so I can, you know, get a visa? I don't know. It would solve so many of my problems. I can't even tell you, bro. I'm not going to say I'm poor, but I... I <laughs> I could get better standards in my life right now. I mean, after all, I'm living in a cabin on someone's backyard, paying hmm, enough for this. I do have a functioning bathroom and kitchen, though. I don't have an oven, but um, it's, it's pretty good. It's been helping me, actually. To be honest, it's been helping me more, I guess, because I don't have a microwave either. Um, so I've been forced to cook healthy things. So I guess that's good. Um, all right. I, I think that's that's going to be it um for for this very first introduction um and hopefully you you uh you will stick around and maybe want to hear more like i said this is not scripted i have no idea where we're going and hopefully you guys will find this interesting and some of the stories that i will tell you um you will find relatable some of them might be a little crazy to hear and you need to be open-minded um but yeah I will have people over. We're going to have a good time. And yes. Also, let me just say, I started reading this book called Upgrade Your Life by Pat DeVille. Um, It's really good. I want to just mention two of the quotes that I picked up on uh, that I highlighted. And it's, um, you are never going to see 10 steps ahead, but you will always see the next one. So take it regardless of how small it may be. That is so true. Like, just start. Just fucking take one step, and you, you are one step closer. And then whatever happens after that, then at, at least you took that one step, and then the rest you'll figure out on the way. Um, 
And then I, I found this other one, which I think is really true. Um, I was trying to make money before I gave the value. Yes. I think that's, um, at least in my industry, it's, it's really true. People think they should be paid lots and lots before they show what they can actually do. And it's fucking up the industry for everyone. So stop doing that. Show them what you got. But also, if you know what you're selling, don't do it for free. That's another thing. Don't fucking do it for free. Because um, you will be used. Those are two things that I found in the book. Uh, there are so many more, so many more quotes and interesting uh, stories that I want to share and I think I will share. But yeah, uh, look up this book if you want to uh, read it too. It's called Upgrade Your Life by Pat DeVille. All right. Whew. That concludes the first episode. Bam. I don't have a following. I have no idea who's going to hear this, um, but I'm excited to see what's going to happen. All right. Live a good life, people. Stay healthy, have fun, and join me in Let's Make a Podcast. Go follow me on social media. I will have a an Instagram account up and running very soon. Also, go ahead and check out Jay Denton. He's on Spotify, Instagram, all that stuff. He made the music for this, and it's amazing. Also, check out Lynn Anderson, who helped me with the logo, and she's been very supportive in general, so check her out. All right, take care, everyone. Bye.